Would you like to 10X your productivity and stop feeling so overworked and overwhelmed? Welcome to the Extreme Productivity Podcast with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Hey everyone, Kevin Cruz here. Happy New Year. Now, some of you might be thinking, hey, Cruz, you wished me Happy New Year last Friday. This is like the second Friday of 2019. Well, you're right, but I'm just assuming that a lot of people weren't back to work yet last week, or they were back to work and drowning in a week's worth of unread emails, so they might not listen to the show. And it's so early in 2019, I wanted to again offer some resources and thoughts on how you can just crush it, whatever it might be for you. So I figured I would just take this, you know, Friday show talking about what I'm up to, some lessons learned from my own life, and also share with you some incredible resources, including finally our brand new book, Win at Work, 101 Ways to Stand Out, Get Ahead, and to Accelerate Your Career. But before I chat about that and other resources, I don't know about you, but I am hitting the ground running. I had a great New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and then I got on an airplane and I already flew to California and back. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I live in Philadelphia. My partner, Chief Technology Officer Lucas, lives out in Carlsbad, California. And so I wanted to kick off the year right. And I believe so much in remote work. I think you need to find the best talent and take the work to them. Let them work from wherever they are. Otherwise, you're really limiting your success odds by only choosing the talent in your own backyard. But, it, it, you know, I get this question all the time. How do you engage people when they are remote? And it, it's basically the same way. I mean, growth, recognition, trust, communication, those are the top three or four drivers of engagement. It's just harder to do remotely. And that whole thing about, you know, management is about getting things done, the results, but also retention. And you drive retention a lot through relationship. You can individualize your management. You can individualize your leadership only when you get to know your people. And that does take time. So Lucas and I, we certainly could have done the, uh, you know, sync up on goals and strategies and kick off the year in, you know, probably a one hour Zoom meeting. And instead, you know, I spent a lot of hours on an airplane in, in each direction and then a day with him in California. And every minute was worth it because, you know, there is a magic when you are breaking bread with someone. We did the sync up the business stuff in a more fun, relaxed coffee shop setting. But beyond that, it gave us time to get to know each other and to connect on a personal level. You know, I was able to go out to dinner with his family and get to know his family and they were able to, to get to know me a little bit, knowing how hard Lucas is working. They might like to know, you know, who he's working with. You know, we we talked about health goals and diet and fun and our mutual love of magic and books and Netflix series. And, you know, this is just the stuff that you don't usually do with remote workers. So I encourage you to invest some of your precious time, you know, whether your folks are 3000 miles away or your team members are down the hall you know, don't forget to invest in the relationship part. But uh, let me come back to Win at Work. So this is a brand new resource. You longtime listeners know that the first 200 shows, I would always ask 
our guests, you know, make us 1% better, help us challenge us to get 1% better. What is one specific thing we could do? You know, they all come at us with their books of big ideas, lofty ideas, and we always would force them to give us an actionable takeaway. And it took us a long time to do it, but we finally grabbed what we thought were the 101 best ideas from these guests and put them in a book, win at work, 100 ways to stand out, get ahead and accelerate your career. Right now available on Amazon. It'll be available in more places soon, but if you go to amazon.com or .uk or whatever country you're in, there's both an ebook version and a paperback version. We do not have an audio version at this time. But I mean, any one idea can impact your career. We got 100 ideas you could implement you know, one a day. We've got, you know, former FBI hostage negotiator, Chris Voss, giving you the number one secret when it comes to negotiation. You know, he's, he challenges you to let the other side make their point first. And so, you know, whether this is an actual negotiation over salary or responsibilities, or whether you're negotiating an idea, he says, let the other side make their point first. He says, it seems like a piece of cake. It might actually take some serious willpower. We spend so much time worrying about making our own airtight arguments. We're often over eager to jump in first. There's an advantage to waiting your turn. Listen to their ideas. You can find common ground. Get your point across in a more nuanced way. Dan Pink told us his challenge was to, at the beginning of every morning, I love this idea, write your most important task, your MIT, down before you check your email or anything else. Man, I for those of you who don't have my 15 secrets, successful people know about time management, one of the 15 secrets is having an MIT and writing it down. Even if you still use a to-do list, write it down on the top of that. Dan Pink writes it on his whiteboard. Every Monday, my team records their weekly MIT in a shared area on Basecamp. And then in my weekly one-on-one, -on -one, I'm talking to him about it. And this is the number one way you can align with your team. Just yesterday, you know, Gary put up his MIT. He thought it was one thing. I certainly thought it was another thing. And I course corrected within minutes of him posting the MIT. So, so powerful. Alan Alda, that was one of the highlights of my professional life. You know, Alan Alda talks about not preparing for interviews and important sessions because over-preparing, you know, has a consequence. Instead, he says, have three to five open-ended questions, use them as guardrails. Focus on success. Sports psychologist Jason Selk challenges you to think of three of your most recent accomplishments. We're hardwired to focus on the negative. We need to remind ourselves. We need to double down on that wiring on the positive. Jeff Sanders talks about drinking water every morning. Catherine Minshew talks about envisioning the future. Dan Negroni, it's all about asking permission. Kim Scott gives us one sentence to ask to get better feedback from our team. I mean, Dave Munson, CEO of Saddleback Leather. What a character. What episode was that? Episode 162. And for fans of this show, like every page is another idea. And then we talk about the guest and then we say what episode it is. So you can quickly find out more about it. We got Dory Clark challenges you to set a clear deadline with a numeric goal, even if it's $25 for one hour of consulting by the end of the month. So she was all about your side hustle, all about your personal brand. If you wanted more information, that was on episode 164. So this is so cool, like just something you're going to be able to flip through. It's an easy read. It's going to bring back memories. Amazon.com win at work. What else is going on? Uh, so this week, again, I often talk about 
the speed of your organization, the speed of your company only goes and grows as fast as the leadership team communicates. And so you want to think about a cadence of communication and the better your cadence, the faster you grow, the fewer problems you have and the fewer got a minute meetings you're going to have. You're not going to hear the got a minute <laughs> because everyone's going to be all synced up. So I talk about weekly one on ones. I talk about uh, monthly team reviews. I talk about quarterly meetings. And so this week we are doing our quarterly meeting for LeadX. And, you know, our approach, again, is invite all the remote people in. We always do a dinner, you know, something social the night before. That's as important as the meeting part. Sometimes when I've had bigger teams, we would take an entire afternoon off for some team building, more structured stuff. We're such a small team. We go out to dinner. We bring plus ones. And again, it's just a time to celebrate. It's a chance for me to say thank you you know, build those social bonds. Remember, one of the most predictive employee engagement questions is I have a best friend at work. Not necessarily like my best friend just so happens to work in my company, but it's more like I got a work friend. I got a work buddy. You know, I got someone that's that I share with. I'm connected to at work. And so it's important to do these social things for that reason. It's not that the the perks really move engagement. It's more about the social connections. And then we will spend a day going through agenda items. Now, when I was young and dumb, boy, I had so much stuff I wanted to pour into everybody's head that like I created the agenda. I was the guy at the front of the room. I was presenting all this stuff that I was so passionate about. And I just couldn't understand why everyone was asleep at the table. Why, uh, you know, I, I had to shout over their snores to make my point. And um, a good uh, friend, uh, one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life, Mike Feldstein, kind of gave me some feedback when I asked for it. I had to ask for it. And, you know, he said, hey, listen, you know, people aren't all on the same page as you present. You know, some people get your points really quickly. Others need to think about it. They're slower thinkers. Anybody's going to fall asleep, you know, if things aren't interactive and engaging. So he just challenged me to take the stage as little as possible. And so that really changed. And so, for example, even in our simple sync up meeting that we're going to do this week at LeadX, you know, it started with me asking what other people wanted to share. And so Katrina worked on brand guidelines because we finally, you know, are big enough where people are starting to misuse our logo. And we're working with outside partners who are misusing our uh, brand or creating crappy looking materials that don't represent us well. So she's going to, you know, share out her work in that area. You know, Gary will be leading. We've all gone through, again, the Gallup Clifton Strengths profile, you know, the Strengths Finder book. And this is relevant because for the LeadX app, which is free for seven days, for any of you who haven't checked it out, we did something really cool. You know, we listened to our customers and prospective customers really closely. And a lot of them, Gallup Strengths is, is important, but their team members have a hard time remembering what their strengths are and how to use them. So we built in functionality for Gallup Strengths into the LeadX app. You can enter your strengths data into it. So you, you can just pop open the screen and, and get a friendly reminder. More importantly, we taught Coach Amanda, powered by IBM Watson, to give you tips. You could say, you know, tell me about the activator strength, and then you're going to get a quick 
punch list of information and advice about that strength. You could say, hey, how do I manage someone with the input strength? And it's going to give you tips for managing, you know, right back from the chatbot. Very cool. Only chatbot in the world that's now giving advice for Gallup strengths. And we've got a whole series of articles that we've written for every single Gallup strength, you know, tells you about it, tells you what to do, what not to do, types of jobs you should have. So this was a very big content release for the LeadX leadership platform. And so, you know, to, to eat our own dog food, what a weird saying that is, right? Um, to, to eat our own dog food, you know, Gary's walking us all through it just to make sure everyone on our team is familiar with the content and how it's used in the platform. And again, it's a great interactive way to get people excited. The thing people love more than anything is to hear about, talk about, learn about themselves. And so if you're looking for ways to engage your team in your team huddles, your team annual kickoff meetings, whatever it is, you know, the more the better. There's a million of these personality communication style exercises out there. And for anywhere from, you know, 20 bucks to 100 bucks a person, you could easily roll it out and then kick off your meeting by, you know, sharing out the stuff. It's fun. It's engaging. It gets the energy up high. And don't forget, LeadX with Coach Amanda includes IBM Watson diagnosing your personality with the five factor model, the most validated personality type in the world. So you grab that for 20 bucks a month as well and do it that way. What else? So let me share with you some other resources that went out in the LeadX newsletter. Uh, you'll get all these links. You'd have them easily in your inbox if you subscribe on leadx.org or to kevincruz.com. It goes out to my personal email list as well. So the other thing I did is um, a couple years ago, Dr. Paul Marciano, we've had him on the show. You know, I interviewed him and this is a great article. Only 8% stick to their New Year's resolutions. This is their formula. It's my Forbes article that's, you know, performed really well over the years. So again, just Google that title. Only 8% stick to their New Year's resolutions. This is their formula. Or you can, you know, be a newsletter subscriber. You would have had that link. And it gives you tips on, on how other people, the successful people do it. The other thing I stumbled on this year that was new is you know, how can you crush your goals with a long-term journal? Now, this is a seven-minute read on Medium. I didn't write this, but it was a really unique idea about, you know, grabbing a blank journal and putting all your goals down into one area and, and track it. And there's a specific methodology here. For those of you who heard me last week on the podcast, and you can, of course, go back and listen to it, you know, I talk about how I actually went back and I spent more time reviewing the prior year than I ever have before. You know, what went well, what didn't go well, what gave me energy, what didn't give me energy. And I use that as sort of a reminder. And then it primed my thinking for, you know, maximizing my 2019. And since then, just this last week, because I had so much reading time, I was reading a lot of books and listening to podcasts. And I just come off this really great interview uh, I had with John Maxwell. And so I was listening to some of his work and he spends an entire week. He takes the entire week off at the end of every year. And because he knows another one of the great secrets, every minute of his day is on a calendar. So he goes back and reviews day by day by day. And um, he has his assistant add up the time that he spent on his different values areas. You know, so how much time do he spend with his family? How much time do he spend on his health? How much time do he spend, you know, writing? 
And he, you know, similarly reviews what went well, what didn't go so well. And then he crafts his plan for this year, but he emphasizes it's not a list. He then schedules his life. He schedules his value in the calendar ahead. And I think that's just an amazing, amazing practice. Let me wrap it up by just uh, giving another reminder about the new book, Win at Work. I mean, it's literally 101 actionable ideas to stand out and get ahead at work. It's um, on Kindle. I think it's only $2.99. I mean, it's not a big investment. I'm just going to be flipping uh, through. I'm grabbing random pages. Bryce Hoffman gives us a tip about getting a red team on our ideas. That was episode 088. Dr. Morton Hansen, UC Berkeley professor, he's one of the Thinkers 50 winners, uh, gives us a tip about managing priorities, gives us an action item about that. Gary Cohn of CO2 Partners challenges us to be more authentic and gives us a specific way. Um, wow, uh, amazing. Vernice Flygirl Amour gives us permission to engage. That was episode 156. No embarrassment tip comes from Patrick Brigger, co-founder and chairman of Get Abstract. Chris Besh, this is one of my favorites, CEO of Choose People. She talks about money and mission. You know you want that tip. Find your fuel from Delisa Alexander, executive VP and chief people officer at Red Hat. That's just a $2.4 billion company recently acquired. Don't you want to know what her specific tip is? And then... Two words from Dr. Susan David. I love Susan David, by the way. I just follow all her stuff. She is just so smart, brilliant, delightful. Dr. David challenges us to take stock of our emotions and to create some distance. And she gives us two words that completely change your emotional state and how you feel about your feelings. It's crazy. I mean, $2.99 for 101 of these ideas and you got Ginsu knives. Okay, I don't have any Ginsu knives, but that is it. Hey, I don't know if you listened last week or not. I encourage you to go back and listen to last week's episode. Either way, I hope you feel motivated. I am kicking off 2019 in a huge way. I've made peace with 2018. Our past is not our future. I am syncing up with my team. We are taking massive action, massive travel, and giving you massive resources. Email me at kevin at leadx.org with any comments, thoughts, ideas, or questions. I hope to talk to you soon.